And now we right, have right, most right. people teach uh, stages of marriage. We yeah. have the the honeymoon, the honeymoon stage, stage, the delightful, yeah. and then yeah. they talk about the realization stage, the mm-hmm. stubborn, the rebellion stage. Mm-hmm. We talk about the companion love stage. They have all these different stages that they've all you know able to bring out. That's mm-hmm. okay. That's fine. But do you know that in each of these stages, what actually gives you the ability to navigate successfully mm-hmm. throughout that stage? Is the excitement of the other human being in your life? It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. That that is so critical because when you are excited about something, you 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 feel like this thing is important. This thing is critical. This thing is very fund- fundamental in my life. Then, in the process of the ups and the downs, and the ups and the downs, and the and the conflict and the challenges, yes. you know that. You are a team. Yeah. You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple. Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow. Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. What's up, family? Listen, uh, we are, first of all, welcome to (laughs) another episode of Trade Secrets. I I was about to jump in because we just (laughs) were kind of excited excited. about this conversation. Oh, my goodness. Um, Listen, the episode that you're about to to hear, to listen to, is, is a great one. And I know we say that, you know, we say that at the beginning of every episode. Right. We say that we have a great guest and we do have a great guest. And this was a great episode and and we're excited to let you hear it. But we just wanted to introduce first before we get into the conversation who we're talking to. So who who, who do we have in this episode? Oh, we're going to be talking to Chinda Chinda of Married Life Management and grab a hold of your seat. It's going to knock your socks off. This brother is profound and funny, but just, oh my goodness, I just can't even wait for y'all to listen to it because so much truth. Oh, he went so deep. And then his story, oh man. his story as to why he does what he does mm-hmm. to begin with. It's gripping. just gripping from beginning to end. You will be wowed. You'll laugh. You might cry. You know, we were fighting back tears. So, um, yeah, yeah. It, it was just, he's a phenomenal, he and his wife, phenomenal, phenomenal couple. And they're doing really, really great things. And I just can't wait for you all to hear it. Yeah. So just to give you a little bit of background, right. And and we'll, we'll talk about it in the conversation, but uh, this gentleman is an author. Mm-hmm. He is a uh, marriage coach phenomenal marriage coach um with great programs and masterminds and so many things that we'll uh that we'll get into um he teaches Mm -hmm. and mentors young people as well like this guy is and and you'll 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 hear about him he coaches 
uh, singles. He coaches married mm-hmm. folk. And no matter where you are in your journey, whether newlywed or whether you've been married forever, he he coaches divorced folks mm-hmm. or people that are about to divorce. And you'll hear a story about that. We're actually it's going to be an extended conversation because mm-hmm. the conversation ended. And then he tells a story that Ooh, I have yeah. to add. Yes. So just buckle up. It's going to be a long it's going to be a long interview in in terms of the amount of time, but it's going to go by so quickly because of how engaging the conversation is. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to say anything else. Get out your pen and paper. Yeah. At the top of your paper, I want you to write three words and mm-hmm. you'll understand why I want you to write these three words. The three words are Garden of Eden. <laughs> <laughs> And see, we're laughing already. So (laughs) you got to make sure you listen to this episode when you hear. Listen out for Garden Garden of Eden. Eden. Good stuff. So listen, let's go ahead and jump into this. We've introduced him. We've talked for a long time. We're excited to get you into this conversation. So let's go ahead and join the conversation right now. Listen, first of all, Tinda, thank you Mm -hmm. for taking some time out. For those of you who are listening um, there is a phenomenal time difference yes. between when we are recording this <laughs> and what time it is for Tinder right now as yeah. we're recording this. And so I don't take that lightly that you are literally in up in the middle of the night yeah. <laughs> record, yeah, the, recording this, right. man. So yeah. thank thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. So, Will, okay. listen, I got to be honest with you. I, I tend to, to drag these conversations out because all of our guests are so phenomenal because it's the middle of the night for you. I'm going to, I'm going to try to, I'm going to do the right thing. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll rein him in. I promise I'll rein him in. <laughs> I'm going to do the right That's thing. Okay. Thank um, you. Yeah. I'm going to do the right thing. Listen, let's, let's, let's start from the beginning, man. Let's start from the beginning. For those of you who don't know this, this gentleman, you will get to know him uh, there is ways that you can connect with him that'll be in the show notes. He'll talk about where you can connect with him as well later mm-hmm. on. But this guy is phenomenal, oh my right? Goodness. And you heard in the introduction, right? Uh, life and marriage coach, yeah. international speaker, best-selling author. Let's go back to the beginning, though. Like, mm-hmm. what was the path that that you took that led you into this passion that you have? You know, um, my life is very dimensional, mm-hmm. okay? And growing up from Africa, I'm from a polygamous home. Okay, my dad had uh, three wives. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm fortunate to be um, the son of one of the children of the last wife, okay? So we have two wives in front. And back in Africa, you know, kids, we are like heritage, mm-hmm. okay? So my dad had about 36 kids, and I was number 20, 28. Mm. Uh, but I, right now, I'm number 11 because 16 of them had passed away with different uh, challenges and all that. Mm. But growing up, growing up from a place of a lot of poverty, okay, a lot of uh, uh, food wasn't really available, right, like that. And you could imagine having so many kids. Right. Uh, it wasn't easy growing up, okay. But there was something that shifted for me uh, and as a young lad growing up in an environment that, you know, I see a lot of uh, pain. I see a lot of misery. I see a lot of, there was nothing very spectacular that I can see, I can look up to. But 
I was invited to one of the youth program. Mm -hmm. And the program was uh, called the Scripture Union. And we have kids together and they just talk to them about God. And then I had an encounter with God at the mm -hmm. age of 16. I think the love of God and the understanding that there is so much to me, regardless of what is around me right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. God made me to realize that from his word, I'm special. Yeah. I'm unique. Mm -hmm. And there are gifts and talent he's put in me, regardless of the pain and the misery that I see around me right now. If I stick around with him, he's going to take me places. Mm -hmm. And in that process, I started forming the relationship in praying you know, having the relationship with God. Yes, it wasn't easy. It, wasn't, it was very challenging. But my encounter started mm. when I encountered God. Mm. That was where the mindset shifted. And I had the opportunity to meet some other Christians, other believers, and they opened my eyes into some books. And I started reading more books and reading other stuff. And my mind started stretching and I started believing the possibility of great things that could happen. But when I look all around me, it's poverty, it's misery, it's nothing. But my mind started dynamically changing because I started having different kind of environment, different kind of friendship mm. from the God's perspective that started opening my eyes. And that took me to, you know, traveling to go and study in my country. I did a degree there. And then I went to South Africa to do human physiology there. And then I flew to the UK. It's still about the drive of mm. there's more, there's more, mm. there's more. Yeah. And then coming to the UK, it was a whole new horizon for me that, wow, it's like I could become and do whatever I want to do from the talent and the gift that I have highnessed and discovered over the years. Mm. So the whole journey exploded when I found myself in the United Kingdom. Now, we're talking about relationship, but something shifted. Mm -hmm. This is where the whole passion all came about. Because we're so many back home. And uh, one of my sister was quite prominent, you know, because everybody started, you know, looking for their own part and looking for way to, to survive and be better. Mm -hmm. And one of the key things that opened door for us was education. Mm -hmm. And we realized that if you can go to school, uh, you can you have chance of becoming something significant and, and could have a decent life. So my sister became a lawyer and she became a journalist. So back in Africa, she was quite um, uh, highly recognized, you know, going with all the top politicians, traveling to different parts of Africa and different parts of Nigeria as well. But while I was here, and she supported me also in my process of going abroad and everything. Mm -hmm. So she found a guy, you know, she said she's in love mm -hmm. and I called home and they said, Oh yeah, she's getting married. It was so quick. Mm. I said, okay, all right. That's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. And then they got married. And a couple of months later, she was the president of the journalism in one of the chapters in Nigeria, wow. a high profile organization. So she have a secretary, she have a drivers mm -hmm. and all that, but she stopped going to the office. She started canceling all the meetings, appointments, and everything. Mm. And everybody was worried. And they were curious. Why? Mm -hmm. This is a lady that isn't like this. Why is she so... 
Why is she hiding? Why is mm. she withdrawn from the society, from something she loved? Mm. Okay. And one of the passion that she had was supporting women because a lot of women, you know, the oppressions, the domestic violence and all that. There's just, you know, making lives of women really, really horrible. She was really into it. Mm -hmm. But guess what? In her marriage, mm. she was beaten domestically. Mm. She was abused financially. She was emotionally. Every form of abuse you can think about. Oh wow. She was experiencing in a short space of time. Wow. So she could not have the courage right. because they know her as the woman fighter. Right. She fight wow. for the rights of the local women and, and trying to bring the rights of women to the front. Mm. And now exactly all the things she stood for it's is happening right, right into her own marriage. So yeah. it was so bad and damaging that she didn't want her name to be written on the press, you know, and all that and all that. Mm. Then they tried to reach out to her. They couldn't. So they reached out to my family back home. So they went. And that was when they discovered all the abuse and the pain and everything she was going through. Mm. So she was trying to pull herself from that toxic environment. She now had a stroke. Oh, oh, my goodness. Wow. And wow. she became completely paralyzed. Oh, my goodness. So because of her association to the government of my country in one of the sectors, they flew her to India. Mm -hmm. Why in India? She was there for three months. And they spent, I mean, thousands and thousands of pounds of dollars, whatever currency it is, to see what they can do because she was an absolute gem. Mm -hmm. absolute force to be reckoned with mm -hmm. because in the process well the medical science did everything they could but uh, it was really really bad and she fairly started feeling a bit better and they brought her back to africa and uh, we're trying to manage her support her so one of these uh evening she finished eating and uh, she lay down and um and she died. Mm. Wow. <sighs> she mm. know. Um, wow. <sighs> Take your time, brother. Yeah. Um, mm. She. Mm. I know that had to have been devastating for you and your family mm -hmm. and for the community that your sister was so supportive yeah, of and, and was and a champion, was for. A champion yeah. for. So, um, man, I'm really sorry to hear that. Wow. Yeah. You know, um, it, it was hard. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, it's still very hard. Yeah. yeah. She, she, she was amazing. Mm. And um, my dad was quite old. Mm -hmm. My dad was 85. Mm. And, and my dad wanted to die as well. Yeah. Because my dad felt the light is gone. Because mm. my dad called her light, mm. my hope. Mm. So okay. it's like the whole thing is gone. Yeah. And um, for three days, my dad refused to eat. They mm. begged. They did everything. She said, no, he wants to die as well. Wow. But eventually he he started cooperating. You know, it was was very, very painful. It yeah. took everybody to a dark place. Mm -hmm. We were broken, we were shattered. And we were really, really proud of her. You know, yeah. she was in such a community to find a, a lady of that mm -hmm. caliber 
mm-hmm. on on the path she was going. Yeah. And and just to give you how painful it is, why she was just a rising star in the political arena in in that part of my country. Her genius, those that were just like following her, mm-hmm. they are they are ministers now. Mm. Some wow. of them are governors of a state. Amazing. This wow. is just to tell you, yeah. if she was alive, mm-hmm. wow. oh my goodness me, she yeah. is going to be up there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the whole thing devastated me. I was here. I was broken. I was shattered. Mm-hmm. I wept. I cried. Yeah. I I tried to ask why. You know, I, I, I couldn't handle my tears. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to find out why. Mm-hmm. So why is it that two human beings cannot live together? I mean, w- w- what is a woman? What is a man? What is the difference? Right. You know, how can they work together? How can differences be celebrated and not to be concealed? Yeah. What led to abuse and subjecting other person to oppression and pain? Mm. And then I studied, you know, failed marriages, successful marriages. I studied neurology, anatomy, psychology. Mm. I did everything possible. The Bible, I looked at everything mm-hmm. and I came up with this. And for those of you who are listening, the Love Framework Mastery Program, which is which is something that Chinda has right. developed. Yeah. So from my sister's death, mm. this is how that program came about. Yeah. And I found that 12 these these nine powerful areas that if couples can fully adequately develop themselves and come to this place of almost mastery they will have the most incredible relationship on earth mm-hmm. it's almost like the peace of heaven mm-hmm. on earth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that drove me and i said okay my sister had died and i wanted to be an example now i'm getting married mm-hmm. and i wanted to make sure that what my sister never had, what my sister never experienced, I'm going to make sure that my wife experienced incredible Mm. being looked after, cared for, supported for. And I wanted my marriage to be an incredible example, both for believers, non-believers, no matter who you are, when you look at my marriage and you look at my life, you will be, you will be interested to know more. Yeah. How can I build something like this? Mm. And then the discovery of the essence of marriage and the whole thing drove me to the marriage arena that I am in now. So my I lost someone mm-hmm. to gain other people. Yeah. And I did not want to see more people get hurt, more yeah. people die because of ignorance. Mm-hmm. Because what I teach... And what I discovered in my law framework mastery program, unfortunately, my sister didn't know them. Didn't know. Right. 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 So I, I believe that mm. she gave her life for me to discover the secrets so that I can have a great marriage yeah. and have a great relationship with my wife as mm. an example first experience right. it first mm-hmm. and then I can teach the world yeah. and help other couples. And I can tell you mm. I've been so grateful yeah. that 
I have successfully over and over and over again with, with different races, black, white, Indian, Chinese, Americans, mm-hmm. all over the world, canceling divorce. Uh, one of the recent testimonies I had couples that have been separated for seven years and they are finalizing, just listening to me for two and a half hours in different locations in the UK, they changed, they turned around, and within two weeks, they started living together again with their kids. I love and it. I knew that my sister gave her life to give me this purpose yeah. of mending and ensuring that relationship are built God's way and people actually enjoy marriage mm-hmm. instead of enduring marriage. That's my story. Wow. Man, that's, in, that's incredible, enjoy man. Enjoy like, marriage instead of enduring marriage. Phenomenal. That's incredible. That that's, incredible. that's incredible. She she left, as painful as that experience it is, and, and it's it's interesting, man, because so many people that we talk to their passion has been birthed, birthed out, out of, of some level of pain. pain. Yes. And your sister left a lasting legacy, not only through you, but through all of the other individuals now that are high in government and that are doing yeah. phenomenal things in, in their in their own arenas. Mm-hmm. Right. All of that comes from from her, man. That, it's almost like. I kind of feel, yeah, I mean, that is incredible, man. That I I really appreciate you sharing that, man, sharing that from your heart, because I know that was tough Mm -hmm. to really kind of relive and go through that, man. That's, that's awesome. And, and for those of you who are listening, we'll, we'll let you know, because I know our listeners, right, they want to get the the down and dirty. We'll let you know how you can get that framework. We'll let you know a little later how you can get in touch with, uh, with Chinda to get, get a hold of that framework. But, but listen, man, that's, that's good stuff. And what I appreciate, man, is that is your drive. Yeah. Yes. And your passion to not only live that out in your own marriage. Yeah. Determination. Right. But to to make that transferable in other people's lives as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because often what we do, some of us, not all of us, but we kind of just worry about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to take this and I'm going to try to get this, get myself in this position and I'm just going to worry about me. But you are not only doing it for yourself, you're pulling a plethora of individuals mm-hmm. a- along with you um, in that space. So let me ask you this, right? You wrote a, you wrote several books, right? Yeah. One of them is The Honeymoon Experience. Yeah. And And often you hear people say this all the time, right? That, you know, there's a honeymoon season. And then after the honeymoon season is over, mm-hmm. now life begins, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Listen, Chinda, help me out, right? I don't really okay. subscribe to that. <laughs> like, does the honeymoon really? Does the honeymoon period really have to be over? Right. Like, no. talk to me about that. What? 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 Tell me something about that. <laughs> right. Okay. I've been privileged to be married for twelve years. Okay. And repeatedly, those that are very close to me, some of the British, some of the blacks, and there's something they keep saying to me over and over again. Why is it that anytime I observe you and your wife, you are always like you just got married. Aww. You're always that you just got married. And then I said, but then it, I think one of one, one of the ladies from Malaysia, she said, is it that your honeymoon is, is not ever over? 
like it's not ever over why is it that you're always in the honeymoon stage <laughs> i said well look for your marriage to have this juice mm-hmm. of excitement this this feeling of satisfaction and this feeling that i belong to an institution that is really joyfully being experienced mm. then you need to have significant element of honeymoon in it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the reason is because honeymoon is about excitement mm-hmm. it's about this attraction this affection okay something that makes you feel so excited to be with another human being yeah. right and something that keeps you in that place of being open being vulnerable being yourself being transparent being intimate and your lives are just exciting mm-hmm. now i don't believe that the excitement of marriage is on a particular season at a particular time, yeah. at the beginning. And now we right, have right, most right. people teach uh, stages of marriage. We yeah. have the, the honeymoon, the honeymoon stage, stage, the delightful. Yeah. And then yeah. they talk about the realization stage, the mm-hmm. stubborn, the rebellion stage. Mm-hmm. Talk about the companion love stage. They have all these different stages that they've all you know, able to bring out. That's mm-hmm. okay. That's fine. But do you know that in each of these stages, what actually gives you the ability to navigate successfully mm-hmm. throughout that stage is the excitement of the other human being in your life. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. That, that is so critical because when you are excited about something, you, you, you feel like this thing is important. This thing is critical. This thing is very fundam- fundamental in my life. Then in the process of the ups and the downs and the ups and the downs and the and the conflict and the challenges, yes. you know that you are a team. Yeah. The enemy isn't the, the issue here. Right. The issue here is that we are just seeing something differently. We are, mm. Our difference is a bit clashing. Our background is a bit clashing. So that's all right. I mean, I love you. You are an individual. You love me, an individual. Please, it's important to know we're a team. And I love the excitement. And I love the whole thing that we do together. But right now, we're not seeing from the same place. We're not seeing things in the same perspective. But can we just talk about this? Can mm. we just a little bit? You know, break this down a little bit yeah. so that I can hear you out and you can hear me out and we can listen in order to understand yeah. and find a way in excitement, yeah. in attraction, yeah. in a mood to navigate all the stages of marriage. So my 12 years of marriage, yes, there have been ups and downs and all that, but the reality is the affection the excitement I have about my wife. Every single day, I look at how she's she taken off her clothes and I look at her and say, whoa, this is just amazing. Is this all for me? Huh? Is this all for me? For me? I love it. So, <laughs> I can't have enough of this woman. Right. So, I always say something is, one of the things I always teach is that for me, agreement is a big deal in my marriage. Mm-hmm. Agreement is massive. Mm-hmm. Even God said, can two work together except they agree. agree. So right. agreement is very important. We have documented agreement. We have all types of agreements in my marriage so that everybody's working together so that we can navigate anything that comes our way. Mm-hmm. So the idea that 
relationship, marriage have a particular section of like, it's like you're boxed up, mm-hmm. right? Honeymoon stage, six months, mm-hmm. two years. Yeah. Let's just get it. Guys, you're going to be miserable for the right. next seven years. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Uh, uh, right. Uh, right. I don't right. subscribe to that. Yeah, so me, me I wrote that book because a lot of, I've seen it in my marriage. Mm. That is how we live our life. That in every season of your marriage, no matter how old you are in your marriage, 5, 10, 20, 40 years, romance is necessary. It's and the look, thread. Just think yeah. about this. If you look at the book of Songs of Solomon, mm-hmm. right? Just look at the level of the, the love, the ravishness of yes. love, the, the fragrance of mm-hmm. honeymoon and the excitement. Uh, the Shunammite woman is just so excited. You just mm-hmm. want to be with the Solomon. You want to kiss. You want to touch. They mm-hmm. run to the garden. I mean, this is this is a king, mm-hmm. the most richest, powerful man. But he knows that regardless of all this, I got to have my romance. Yep. I've got to have my excitement. Yeah. So, Human beings cannot do without this excitement in their relationship. Mm-hmm. And most of the couples that have come into my room for coaching, for coachings and all that, one of the things I realize, whether you are separating, whether you are bored, whether you are drifting apart, whatever happens, just look at the middle. Excitement is gone. Yes. That, that attraction is gone. Wow. So which means you need to keep that mm-hmm. to ensure your marriage is alive, is stable, is strong, is satisfying, is fulfilling. For me, that is very critical in my relationship. And mm-hmm. that is why I strongly mm-hmm. believe romance, excitement, affections, and just having this desire to be with someone else should not be boxed up at the beginning of the marriage. Mm-hmm. It should be throughout For the until death yeah. do you yeah. apart. I love so, it. So, yeah. That- I love it. This is phenomenal. Yeah, I am tell- loving Listen, for, this conversation. Yeah, for those of you who are listening, you already got. We haven't even asked specifically for, for a, a trade, trade secret. secret. You got about forty of them oh in, in the time that we've been talking right now. So I hope you're taking notes. This is great stuff. Great I have stuff. to ask though, if okay. if if a couple is to that point right where they have their relationship sectioned off in these well Mm -hmm. six months is the honeymoon phase we're coming Mm -hmm. up on Mm -hmm. six months we're Mm -hmm. probably going to be disappointed after that we're probably going to be unhappy after that and so they Mm -hmm. go through these phases that have been Mm -hmm. you know put out there for them how Mm -hmm. would you give us an example if you can think of one of Mm -hmm. how a couple will be able to revive the honeymoon stage, if they if they're in that frame of mind where the honeymoon stage is only for a certain amount of time in the beginning of your relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. You know, as we, we see, see, there are people listening now. Some of them maybe they have just been married. Some yeah. of them are there for six months, a year, mm-hmm. or five years, mm-hmm. and all that, depending on where you are in your journey of mm-hmm. marriage. Mm-hmm. Now we've talked about that honeymoon stage is necessary to bind your relationship, to be alive, to be fresh, to be exciting. If you are in that place right now, and probably the relationship with your spouse is what most of the time we call business partner relationship, or maybe your roommate relationship, or a a relationship that you can see that that isn't any any connection. Mm -hmm. There's no longer connection there. The question I will ask is, the intimacy is missing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
when you are in that stage whereby you're no more excited about your spouse, mm-hmm. just look at intimacy. Mm-hmm. And what do I mean by intimacy? Obviously, we're looking at different stages now. We have emotional intimacy mm-hmm. where there is there is there's need to talk, yeah. there's need to communicate, right? There's need to hear me out, there's need to understand how you feel. I should be able to speak to you anytime, any moment. That is necessary. Mm-hmm. Look into your relationship. Do you have time to talk? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the groceries. I'm not talking about uh, dropping the kids in piano classes or right. dropping the kids in, in football classes. I'm talking about when both of you just share and just discuss about things about your lives. Mm. That is so important. Yeah. And then when you think about emotional intimacy, you take it a little bit further. That's what we call intellectual. Mm-hmm. Intellectual intimacy. How well do you even know your spouse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what, what kind of questions do you ask about your spouse? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, this evening, I just came up from a two-hour section where we have a lot of men from all over the world. And I was there to address. And a lot of questions we are pulling out exactly what we're just talking about today. And men were asking, uh, I'm no more close to my wife anymore. We don't, we no longer talk. We are like housemates. Yeah. And so many of them were asking the same thing. Same question. And yeah. I realized that this is a common problem. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very, it's good that you ask this question because it's happening in, in a lot of it's marriages. Very common, okay. Yeah. But for you to create that, number one, you have to be intentional. Mm-hmm. about it you don't just okay she's not talking to me then i'm not going to talk to her right yeah. i'm just going to be on my own mm-hmm. trust much as you can i've talked about emotional intimacy you gotta talk you gotta have talk. to speak about things and one of the reasons why some of this thing doesn't happen is because there are a couple of things that has happened in the relationship they, they've just swept it under the under carpet the rug. yep they don't discuss about it yeah right and the thing is going on and on and on and on. <laughs> and before you know, you begin to detach from each other. Yeah. And a lot of wars are now being built up. So to tear those wars apart, uh, I spoke to one lady this evening from America during my coaching just before this section. And I said, listen, you need to go and talk to him. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't talk to me. I'll, but the man is supposed to talk to the lady. I said, no, <laughs> you got to go right. and say, hello, guy. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. You know what? I want to chat. Yeah. I want to talk to you. Right? Yeah. Now she said, but that's weird. I said, yeah, you need to be weird to save your marriage, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do some things that are uncomfortable, uncomfortable. To, to, yes. to, to change some of the dynamics and, and, the, and the narratives in your relationship. Absolutely. You got to go and speak. So yeah. you need to be bold to go and ask questions, but in a respectful manner. That's one. Mm-hmm. Intellectually discuss about each other. Find out what is going on in their lives. What are their challenges? What are their fears? Mm-hmm. These are things that should have been done before. Mm-hmm. Some couple think because they have done that before. Well, I don't need to find out more about my spouse. I don't need to ask any question about my spouse. You keep speaking and asking more questions. Right. You'll be so surprised at different seasons of your wife's or your husband's life. Yeah. Some conversation that you've had before. Now there are different. different variation yeah. Yeah. of Absolutely. the same conversation yeah. about your spouse yeah. because they are changing. They right. are. They are. They are. The seasons of their life yeah. is changing as well. Mm-hmm. So. You need to ensure that conversation is happening in that relationship. And then intellectual, find out about each other, know more things about each other, and spend time. A lot of couples are not spending time together anymore. And that can become an issue. Try something different. Make sure that in your relationship, in your marriage, you know, look at what is 
is is good for each other, right? And and make sure that from from the where you are coming from, what what you are doing to each other, you know that you are not an enemy. You are not trying to hurt your spouse. Both of you are a team, and you want right. the best for each other. Mm-hmm. Then you need to do whatever you can to ensure communication is happening. You're emotionally connecting, right? And I want to just say some few things here about how you can rise things and how you can put some fire back into your relationship. Absolutely. Like in my relationship right now, these are some of the things I don't want to be very practical here. I'm very real. Okay. Yeah, please. In my relationship, that's what we call the Garden of Eden's Day. Hmm. Right. On that day, we're naked. Right. We, we, we drop the kids in school. I don't wear any clothes. She doesn't wear any clothes. We eat naked. We even walk naked. She comes down to my office naked. Hey, I go to naked. Hey, and I just Jin, say, Jin, Hello, stop Adam. for a second. Stop for a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's hit, let's hit the brakes for a second. Oh my gosh, I'm Listen, loving this conversation. Now, hold on, because I, I don't think the people that are listening, I don't think they I don't think they caught that. Oh my god, wait, I'm sweating. <laughs> Listen. That okay. This is phenomenal. Listen, if, if, for those of you who are listening, you're stuttering. If, I, I'm telling you, if you didn't write that down, Jinda, can we? I know this. I know that's your phrase. Can Can you give us permission to use that? That's right. Gard, yes. Garden of Eden Day. Yeah. In the yes. Garden of Eden Day. Yes. You are naked. You're sweating for the entire day. Yes. Okay. Yes, I just naked. listen. Right. I I just want to just break it for a second so that folk can catch up. Oh That's all. God. All right. Okay. Keep keep going. Keep going. Keep That's going, my great. brother. I love it. I love right. it. Right. Okay. You know, you know, one of the things you realize that Garden during the honeymoon Eden. stage, most couples, you know, they are free. They are open. You know, they 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 they, they do their thing on the bathroom, on the on the hallway, everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, they are just excited about each other. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we realize about being naked is this. So we do that once a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. That. We don't wear anything. We just take our shower. Everybody, both of us are naked. So we, we eat naked. You know, we, we, we even walk because if I don't show my camera, then you wouldn't know. And I don't like putting my camera on when I'm doing a couple of meetings. Yeah. So I'm naked, but the person over there, you don't know that right. I'm naked. Right. Yeah. And then I go to her office. She have an office upstairs. My office is down. So I go to her and say, hi, Eve. <laughs> hi, Eve. I love it, man. She's like, hey, damn. What are you doing? I love Adam, this. Are you here? I say, yeah, I'm here. And then she <laughs> she comes up and say, oh my goodness, Ooh, look at that in between your legs. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> this is this and she's is like, great. Oh, I love this. <laughs> and then and then and then she's like, I said, she's okay. So we just have like a like a short movie. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So Adam. So yeah. So we 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 like we've not seen us. Hi, Adam. Where have you been? What are you up to? And all that. And then we just converse like we're in the Garden of Eden and everything and all that. And we just make some joke. Make sure you don't touch that fruit, okay? God doesn't <laughs> right. like that. All right. Yeah, but but I can touch your own fruit right there, okay? And then, you know, the, I, I touch the breast and she touched mine and all that. And, and then we'll come down to eat and then we'll come back to my office. Then at the end of the day, we have a total body massage mm-hmm. okay, at the end of the day. So we have all the frankincense oil, the wow. grape, grape, grapes oil. We have the almond oil. We have the olive oil. We have the lavender oil. So we use white towel. And then each of us lay down and I pour it all over her body. Oof, that is that is heaven. That Man, is that... powerful. And then we so just great. massage each other and all that. And they have an amazing heaven-given sexual 
love making. It is, it is. I think God is oh, pleased. Is God beautiful. is so excited to see me and my wife in that state. Mm-hmm. I just remind him when he created the Garden of Eden. He said, you know what? Both of you, I love you guys, man. I just love the way you recreate yeah. the Garden of Eden. So that connects us. And this is this is something we put together every mm, single week wow to That's keep great. us together i've been doing this for years now that is one and then each week mm-hmm. i must give her a shower and she must give me a shower Aww. so i literally bait her like a like a baby mm-hmm. bait her up clean her up rub her all the clothes and then I choose her underwear. I choose her clothes. So she give me that permission every week. And then she, she, I give her the same permission. So we bait ourselves, clean up ourselves, rub. Cl- it, it's just the, the, the connection. Yes. That is just what I'm looking for. Yeah. So in the process, you know, I'm, I'm dressing up, I'm touching a little bit. I might just, you know, just suck the breast a little bit and mm-hmm. say, God is good. You know, mm-hmm. you know do all my things That's and all right. that. It's, it's just, yes, it looks, it looks, it looks simple. But it's so profound in our connection, in our excitement. And we do that every single week. Mm. And then every single week, apart from showering, we must have a shower together every week. Minimum once, maximum of two or three times, depending on our time permit. But we must have a shower twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- once a week or at least sometimes twice mm-hmm. a week but mm-hmm. that must happen why is that happening because while we are together in the shower we are connecting we are talking the way my marriage is designed i can tell you guys is so hard not to resolve conflict like that yes right i'm glad it's, you it, said that it is it is so hard because we have different things we are doing every single day so I'm, I don't want to miss out. You know, right. I don't want to miss out. You right. know, yeah. uh, with with all the things around her body, a lot of things to enjoy, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to waste any resources. Mm. I just want to make sure that we wow, are in man. that right state, mm-hmm. so that I don't give Satan any room to come in between me and my wife to, it, to wreck us with anger, with malice, with hatred, with all kind of stuff. So whatever happens, even sometimes you might do something that I don't like. Before she comes to tell me sorry, I have gone and say, oh, I'm sorry. She said, oh, but why are you telling me sorry? I'm supposed to tell you. I said, no, but you wasted time. I don't want anything <laughs> to happen. Remember, because you know, we're going down tonight. We're yep. going down tonight. <laughs> so she said, oh, you naughty boy. Naughty boy. <laughs> Listen, you, hey, you out here saving marriages. Oh my doc. gosh, I love this. You saving marriages in this episode, man. I love it, and I love what you said. Well, everything you said, but I, what, what's key? What you talked about the fact that it is so difficult to remain in conflict when you are so intentional about maintaining that connection. Yeah, because that connection is the conduit for that two-way communication. Yeah. That allows for conflict to be easily resolved. Yeah. When that connection is broken, yes. you get stuck in that chasm of conflict mm-hmm. because there's no conduit. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's really great. And for those of you who are listening, we've said it before. You have to be intentional. Yeah. And yep. Tinder said it. You have to be intentional about making sure that you are keeping that connection strong, that you are keeping that connection together, and that you are doing things, saying things. Yeah. Your actions, yeah. all of these things are complementary yeah. to 
keeping that connection the way that it should be. Man, this is it's phenomenal. Yeah. And the thing I, is, I mean, too, with doing good. with being intentional, if it's mm. not something that you don't typically do, it's going to feel a little uncomfortable at first. Yes. But yes. once you see the results of you your intentionality to your relationship, you're gonna want to do it again, and it will That's become right. more uh, more easier to do. Yep. And more yep. comfortable. Yep. And, I, I and, I just, and I just and just something again we do right every week. Do we do um, marriage performance review? Mm-hmm. We do that every Saturday night. Okay. okay. Where just me and her we sit down and then. We have a couple of questions we ask, all right? Um, how was sex uh, this week? Okay, thumbs up. We know nine of nine, you know, 10 is amazing with uh, orgasm, foreplay, everything you can think about, different positions and all that, mm-hmm. multiple orgasm. And then zero is nothing, very bad guy, very bad lady, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then we rate ourselves, okay? Mm-hmm. And and there's, oh, okay, this is how I want you to do, this is how I want you to do it and all that stuff. And, and then we look at that. And then we go to communication. Okay, we're supposed to communicate at least 30 minutes every day together. How is that? Is there any day we missed it and all that? Are there a day we did more? Okay, for the day I fed this. So we review that after communication, we're done with that. And then we also go into our spirituality, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, our quiet time today, the family devotion that we pray together. And me and my wife will pray together every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so powerful. In yeah. fact, if I don't pray with my wife and be honest with you, I feel like I'm dead. Wow. I feel like there wow. is no more life for me. I don't care how many times I've prayed by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many Bible scriptures I've read. But as long as I have not prayed with my wife, there is this sense Something all missing. over me that you are not fully connected that wow. day. Yes. Wow. Mm. So, so I have to pray. It's a must. It's non-negotiable. Even if it's two, three, four, five minutes, I must pray with this woman i I don't care wherever i am in the world i call her on the phone because my day will be messed up yeah if i don't agree with you in prayer Mm -hmm. even if it's one minute yeah even Mm -hmm. if it's two minutes it is something that we have done religiously and i've seen the power the profound effect of being spiritually connected Connected. so Mm -hmm. we also examine that area as well mm-hmm. and then we we'll also look at different other areas in the family and all that and by the time we look at it we say okay fine this is good this this nine over ten this is five over ten mm, okay this is what you need to do and all that so i am doing that because as humans if you're not careful you can relapse yep. into something else yes and i don't believe any human should come to the place of of the place whereby you just assume things. Right. You don't assume things in marriage because assumption is a pathway to fail in marriage. Oh, yeah. mm. You always wow. become open and intentional. Mm. And you do that by asking questions. Yes. What do you want me to do? How did I do today? Did I shout at you? Did I not shout at you? Did I do the dishes quickly? Did I not do the dishes quickly? And all that kind of stuff. And then we do all that to make sure that the relationship is alive, is vibrant. Yeah. And then, even though I'm very busy, there's a day of the week I have to cook. She doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. She have she doesn't need to do anything. She put her feet up. I serve her, and I, I have two boys. I look after them. She doesn't do nothing. And then it is so clear that yes, yeah, she's gonna chill out. And mm-hmm. then starting day again, 
I have to go and be with her in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I tell the boys to go out because in the kitchen, a lot happens while she's doing the dishes, right? I can touch her back and hit mm-hmm. the buttocks. I can kiss her neck. Yep. You know, we can do all that. Physical I'm chopping intimacy. the onions. I'm yeah. chopping the onions and we're talking. I can kiss her. She can kiss me. So even the cooking is so honeymoon driven. Right. Oh, you know what I'm talking so about? Right. It's, it's so intimate. Driven. It's an intimate yeah. experience, right? Ex- exactly. Wow. So, and she, she loves that. And that's when she said, love, are you coming? I say, yeah, I'm coming. Because the moment I step into that kitchen, the atmosphere is different. Mm. Because we just we are just laughing. We are just talking. You know, I'm, I'm turning the, the pot, the things she's putting, and she's doing this one. And she just likes me being in the kitchen, mm-hmm. talking with her, relating with her. I want you to know, when it's time to make love, She's already wet. Yeah. Right. She's like, already yeah. super right. wet. Right. I don't even mm. need to do much work. All she will tell me is like when Jesus will tell you, come in, thou faithful servant. You are done a good job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she's just going to tell me, hey, boy, you've done so much work. Come into your rest and have your reward. <laughs> I love you know, it. I love it, great. man. You know, I love know, it. So I, 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 you know, to be honest, I can, I can fully say that the way God has designed marriage, mm-hmm. right? It is such an incredible and amazing, it amazing phenomenal institution. But you got to be intentional, mm-hmm. right? And you have to work on it every day. Think about it. I'm 12 years in my marriage, mm-hmm. but everything that, Everything I tell you now, that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Regularly. So, right. by default, there is no way I won't be connected with my wife. Mm-hmm. Right. By default. So, people need to focus on the process. The result is guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Wow. Yeah. But if you don't do the process, then you're not going to get the result. Mm. But most people just want to like fold that. their arms and they won't result. No, it doesn't work it like doesn't that. It doesn't work that way. You have to put in the work. And then the default is all this amazing stuff that happens in your relationship. And and you know what's crazy, Tinder? You know what's crazy? We do that in every other area of our lives. We do that at work. We do that with the people who work for us. We do that with the people we work for. We're evaluating our performance. We're always making adjustments to make sure that we're meeting quotas and meeting SLAs and meeting all of these things. And then we feel like in our marriage, we, we could just wing it and we're going to be okay. You have to have that same level of intentionality. You have to put in that same level of work. You have to have that same evaluating component, that evaluation component. All of those yeah. things have to be in your marriage. And that's what I'm hearing you saying. Yeah. And it's crazy because we say this all the time. People do this mm-hmm. outside of marriage all the time. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, when they walk in the door, they forget all of those skills. Yeah. Like all of those skills are transferable in order for you to maintain a connection in your relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, what? one of the things I told my wife is that I said, look, you see, you know, I lost my sister. Right. An amazing and incredible so you and I, you are the only one I have. I don't have side girlfriend. I don't have side babes. I don't have side chickens. I don't have side whatever they call their names, right? <laughs> right. And, I, and, and I, don't, I don't intend to have any, you know, and I would never have any by the grace of God. You know, 
I just have this lady. So yeah. I said, listen, you know, let's let's make this place like heaven. Mm. Let's let's make this place like the peace of 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 heaven by enjoying this relationship. Really, really enjoy this yes. marriage. So that by the time we get to heaven, God is going to say, Chinda, you are such, wow. You know, I keep watching you. Anytime I look down on you, you just love this marriage thing. You know what? Well done. Well done, boy. You did so well. Mm -hmm. I don't want to mess this thing up. And the reason Mm. why I don't want to mess this up, my marriage should bring glory to God. Yes. My marriage should be an example to others. Yeah. My marriage should also indirectly preach the gospel, right? Wow. And I just don't see my marriage as one of those things I should treat with less priority, with, with anyhow. I take my marriage very, very seriously. Very seriously. After God is my wife, mm-hmm. then my kids, mm-hmm. then myself, mm-hmm. and then every other thing behind me. Yeah. I've told this to my family, my in-laws, everybody knows this. I'm so vocal about it. Mm -hmm. After God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit, the next person is my wife, not Mm -hmm. my boys. No, 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 no. I love them. I cherish them. But my wife first, then the kid, then myself, every other thing behind me. So in terms of parity, my marriage is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Not my accolades, not my certificates, mm-hmm. not my companies, mm-hmm. not whatever I've achieved. My wife is the biggest parity of it. my life That's after fantastic. God. And this is why I take it very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. For those of you who are listening, uh, Chinda just gave you the hierarchy. Yeah. He just gave it to you. And, and we ought to respect the hierarchy. And when we respect the hierarchy, first of all, when we put those priorities in place the way they should be, God, your wife, your kids, if you have kids, you know what I love that you said? Then you said yourself. Yeah. That's where, uh, that's where a lot of us mess up, right? A lot of us put ourselves Mm. higher in the hierarchy. Yeah. I love that you put yourself later in the hierarchy mm-hmm. and then everybody else behind. falls behind you yeah. now now for those of you who are listening that does two things one that's that's that shows a level of integrity and humility wow on the part of the husband yeah right mm. the second thing is it shields the rest of the world from everything else that's important to you because everything wow. is behind you yeah, mm. that's good. If you put yourself further, you're putting somebody else behind you to protect something that you should be protecting. Yeah, that's good. No. no. That's good. Mm-hmm. Listen, Doc, I know it's the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, we got to let you go, Chinda. You, you're blowing you're our minds yeah, right now. Yeah, you're killing me right now, Doc. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Look, I mean, I mean, I just came out of prayer right mm. so I've, I've got some extra oil you got some power okay yeah. i've got some extra power yeah so i mean i'm happy to use it man mm. i'm gonna hey. sleep and get another one another yeah. day i hear i hear you so listen I, we'll turn a corner in a second right okay but mm-hmm. i mean th- you know we said in the beginning you, you you've wrote so many books we'll talk about how people can get in the mastermind how can you do those different things later yeah. in just a few minutes yeah. but i want you to just share one thing from the framework. Just one, because we don't want to give the secrets away. We want folk to 
to get the framework, yeah. right? So mm. just one thing as a trade secret, if you will, you've dropped a ton of them already, but just mm. one thing out of the framework that if you want to leave the folks that are listening, that maybe they could begin to implement after this, uh, after listening to this episode. Um, gotten the, those of you listening, you've got a ton of things to implement. I, listen, I'm, I'm keeping the Garden of Eden one <laughs> for, for myself. I'm keeping that for myself, Doc. I'm, I'm just letting you know that right now. But can you give the folk that are listening something else that they can have? <laughs> right, right. And okay. something that will make them want to purchase that yeah, so that, that they framework. can yeah. get, you know, all of what is offered in that framework. You know, um, I'm going to talk about just one, a little bit extract from number three mm-hmm. of the framework. Okay. Okay. Which is what I call data collection. Data mm-hmm. collection. Okay. Now, data collection, we know that the world is driven by data. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All business decisions, all lives today, whatever they want to do is based on data. They're extracting our data from different medium possible in order to analytically decide what to do with us, either by purchasing or by what they need to do in the community. Everything is driven by data. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, in that place, I talk about the template of your life. Mm. The template of your life is your temperament. Mm, Okay. Every couple, Every marriage is driven by the temperament of creation of the spouses. Mm. The temperament is what you leave out in your marriage. Now, every other things are also great, but understanding the template of your being, Mm -hmm. what are your Mm -hmm, mm strengths and what are your weaknesses? Yeah. They are so profound to see how your marriage will play out. Mm-hmm. Now, whether you want to say conflict, you want to say commitment, you want to say resolution, sex, you want to say kids, you want to say whatever you want to talk about in marriage and relationship, it all boils down to your template of your being. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's a very high ignorance of the dynamics of the template of who we are. Mm. Because if you know you, you will intelligently relate with others because you know you. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you know you, your level of tolerance, your level of accommodation, your level of willingness to adapt, mm-hmm. become flexible, and evolve in your relationship will become easier. Mm. Okay. Because okay. you know where you are failing mm-hmm. and you know where you are strong. So by understanding that knowledge and then having the privilege to understand your spouse's templates of creation. And then mm-hmm. when I say templates, some people might be wondering, what do you mean by template? What I mean by templates is your personality. Mm-hmm. It's your temperament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is critical. It doesn't matter whether you pray, you don't pray, whether you go to church, you don't go to church. Whatever you do, the template of you 
plays out significantly in your marriage. Yeah. Now look at the That's challenge. Good. That's good. The challenge is this. In the marriage, this is the wife's template of who she is. And this is the husband template of who, who he is. Each of those templates have unique differences. Mm-hmm. Each of those templates have unique strengths mm-hmm. and abilities and capabilities. So the ignorance of each of the dynamics of those templates will not allow you to synergize, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. synergize in a way that each person will still be individual. Right but flexible to navigate mm. each other. Mm. You see what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. are an individual, but by synergizing in your template of creation and knowing who you are, you are now flexible. Yeah. You are not rigid. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because when you are rigid in your mindset, rigid in who you are, you will see your spouse as an opponent, mm. as an enemy. Wow. And yep. your spouse being an enemy and an opponent, what do you do? You fight. Yes. That's right. You put your guards up. <clears throat> yep. Yes. Absolutely. And you do all that in order to protect your so-called position. Yeah. And that doesn't make marriage work. Mm-hmm. So your template of creation must be flexible was be modulating, mm-hmm. must be able to flow like water, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Within your marriage, so that both of you can coherently be different, but synergizingly navigate mm-hmm. whatever comes your way yeah, in your great. relationship. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. And and that takes that takes a level of honesty. We have to be honest with ourselves because often right. we're, we're spending a lot of time evaluating and pointing the finger at our spouse. She needs to do that or he needs to do that or it's, it's her personality or his personality. He should know this or she should know that. But we don't take the mm-hmm. time to look at our what you call the template of creation. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. We don't take the time to look at that. And so being able to do that and do that effectively requires us to take a to take the focus off of pointing the finger at at the other person, yep. looking inward at ourselves and being honest with uh, our strength, as you said, being honest yep. with the things that we bring to the table, with our needs, yep. with our yep. uh, with our fears, all of those things that yeah. will allow yep. us to 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 gain that level of flexibility that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and, and and you know the interesting thing about this, whenever I do it with couples, is is just so powerful that you that always want to change your spouse, mm-hmm. you that always see that this thing I don't like this, I don't want this, change mm-hmm. this, stop yeah. this. You are you you will just see yourself because like you are taking an internal retrospect, mm-hmm. you are taking an internal self analysis, yes. and then when you divulge yourself and expose yourself in a black and white written form, Mm -hmm. you will realize that you have a lot of awkwardness as well. You have a lot of flaws. So your wife or your husband is intentionally accommodating your flaws. So you that is always looking for your spouse to change, 
you will stop that behavior mm. yep. because it's wrong and it's unacceptable in a relationship. You will not focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, the way you respond to your spouse's template of creation, which is uniquely different from yours. Mm-hmm. So what couples do, especially when you have a dictatorship relationship, an mm. autocratic, autocratic relationship. Yeah. One of them conceals yeah. their template right. and becomes like a robot or becomes like a deaf and dumb someone that can't speak. Right. And then the one that is very dominant, mm-hmm. very fierce and very pointing finger and always speaking and judging and condemning and criticizing mm-hmm. will be the one on top. And yep. the other one will just go into like a tortoise, just go into the shell Retreat. and just hide yeah. in there. Why? They are concealing their template of creation. Mm. The thing about that marriage is it's a toxic, it's not acceptable yeah. because it is not the right place to be. So when you notice these things between both of you as a couple, the question you need to ask yourself is, Mark Jackson said, look at yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yep. Look at the mirror, the person yeah. pointing finger, look at yourself in the mirror right. and ask yourself a question. What do I need to change? Mm. Yes. What do I need to be different? Yeah. Because right. some of, some people listening to this now might be wondering, hmm, wow, is that, why, is that, is that what's happening in my relationship? Mm-hmm. Is that what's happening in my marriage? You can literally save your marriage by this piece of information. Mm. Instead of always being at the forefront to attack Mm-hmm. Right, because you are the attacker in the relationship, and the other one is the retriever, right. always going back to their shell, going back to the cave. Just ask yourself a question: Why am I doing this? Yeah. Okay. Why did you ask the other one that is always retrieving? Why are you always retrieving? Yeah. Why can't you talk honestly? If you are honest yourself and ready to listen to mm-hmm. what they're gonna say. This will drastically turn your relationship yep. from where it is now wow. to the next level by being open to each other. Yeah. Agreed. Mm. I, we we do it all the time. We ask couples when we sit down with couples in coaching sessions. Yep. We often in the beginning, right when these sessions first start, first and second sessions use a lot yep. of finger pointing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you know she does this or he doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. We always ask this question. This question always comes up. I want you to spend some time, and for those of you who are listening, and this is this is to just to piggyback on what Chinda just said. What adjustments do I need to, need make. to make? Yeah. Well, she okay. That's cool. Yeah, she does that. She does this. She doesn't do. Okay, that's cool. I got you. I want you to ask yourself this question: What adjustments do I need to make? Mm. That's where it starts, and I think I, th- yeah. I thank you for bringing that out, yeah. and, and for reinforcing that. Um, man, this is so good. I, listen, I promise, I promise you, we're gonna Chinda, turn the corner. You gotta now. go to bed. Yeah, we, we're gonna turn <laughs> you the corner. Gotta go now. to bed. It's the, uh, it's, yeah. it's, he's on the other side. Listen, of the pond. This guy got. He has a whole bunch more books we haven't talked about. He's got master classes we haven't talked. It's a whole I bunch know. we haven't talked about. But listen, let's 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 turn a corner. Let's play a game with you real quick, and then after that. We'll have you talk about how we can get connected to the, all of those other things that are happening Thank with you, you yes. how we can um, get a hold of you on social media and that kind of thing. But yeah. let's play a quick yeah. game with you real quick. So That's it's really quick. easy. Not You don't okay. have to think about it. It's called the 60 second think fast. And I'm okay. going to ask you 10 questions. And each question has 
a choice. There, there's two answers. You can pick one of the two answers. For okay. example, what's your favorite color, red or blue? And you have to pick okay. one of those. Okay. And so right. we have 10 questions like that. And Ollie right. is going to set the timer to put us under a little bit of pressure <laughs> to make sure that we do it in 60 seconds. All right. Are you okay. ready? Yep. Okay. All right, let's go. Okay. See the movie or read the book? Read the book. Summer or winter? Summer. Morning person or night owl? Morning. <laughs> Small town or big city? Big city. Car or truck? Car. Gym or outdoor exercise? Gym. Tropical island or ski resort? Ski resort. Action movie or comedy? Action movie. Baseball or football? Football. Try a new dish or play it safe? Try a new dish. Nice. Awesome. We got had a ton of time left. So Very yeah. good. Good, good, good. <laughs> ton of time left, That's man. This cool. was such a rich <sighs> experience. Those of you Very who are rich. listening, I know we tell you every time to go back and listen to this, but you gotta you're gonna have to have this one on repeat. Yes. <laughs> like you gotta download this one, put it on your local hard drive and mm-hmm. just play that. And get a once make a week. sure you have pen and paper. Yeah. <laughs> to take notes. This is this is phenomenal. So listen, before we let you go, let us yeah. know how we can connect with you on social media. I'm telling you guys yeah. who are listening right now, they ha- uh, yeah. he and his wife have phenomenal videos oh, yes. on YouTube, yes. on on uh, Instagram, and and they're doing so much in the space of enrichment. If you go to their website, so so give us the rundown. How can we get a hold of you? Yes, or thank you. So yeah, you can reach out to me on. Um, Instagram on Married Life Management underscore. Uh, the website is marriedlifemanagement.com. Uh, There's a lot of things in there, uh, programs, mastermind group. The whole thing is there. Just take your time, enjoy yourself. And then on YouTube, Married Life uh, TV as well is there. And then on Facebook, we have Chinda Chinda, then dash Married Life Management. And then for the mastermind group through the website, you can join uh, for couples and then also for pre for, for pre uh, for those that want to be married or the single mm-hmm. singles as well so we have different things we do with them there monthly programs we do we do love giveaway in the group you know the idea about the mastermind is just to take couples on a journey right uh instead of just doing something one-off we do something every month to make sure that people are built up we'll have sections to ask a lot of questions whatever question you you have whatsoever we we deal with that in those mastermind group as well so and then you go on amazon there's uh uh, a couple of books there uh, that you need to have. The courses as well on my website, you have access to all of that. So my website is mostly where you take your time and, and dig deep and you see a lot of things in there. Absolutely. Fantastic. And we will have all of that in the show notes so yeah. that you are one click away from uh, connecting with this phenomenal gentleman <laughs> yes, uh, and, his, and his wife. Man. Chinda, you're going to have to come back and bring your wife <laughs> yeah, the we next gotta, time, we, please. We got to have you back, man. This was, you know what? This was After our prayers, after our prayers, so I, because she was aware that, you know, um, I'm having this because after the prayer, I was supposed to have just gone. So I said, oh, no, I need to do this. Aww. She said, okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm upstairs. You come and meet me. I said, yeah, don't worry. 
uh, I'll trust more just that kind. She said, don't be too long. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so that, that's the cue, man. We're going to let you go. Yeah, that's the cue. We got to let you go, man. We got to let you go. But listen, before you go, we pray God's yeah. blessings on you. Thank yes. you so much Thank for taking out this time and, yeah. and sacrificing this time to be with us, yeah. to pour into us, man. Mm-hmm. May God bless everything that you do, everything that you touch, the yes. folk that are, that, that are touched through you. Yeah. That they will feel that anointing and that it will be transferred into their relationship as well, man. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you so you. much. And uh, what I would say is, you know, you guys are also doing a great job as oh, well. I'm you. really grateful for the opportunity. Uh, thank you so much. Just keep doing what you're doing. You Thanks. just don't know, you know, how many lives have been touched there, how many lives have been, you know, transformed and changed. So mm. as you keep doing what you're doing, at the end of the day, we may not know the full impact we are making. Yeah. It's, it's on the other side that we're able to know exactly what, what our work has, has done. Amen. And then also, if you need me, right, if you need me for any of your events, right, uh, I know COVID has made us to, to, to do things now, right? Yeah. Right, and, right. Um, yes. I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy to join you guys in any of your events over there in the U.S. And if you know other people doing any program, I speak to young people as well. I do young empowerment. I do couples empowerment. I also speak to divorce, separated, and single parents as well. Mm-hmm. Widows and widowers, I have a special program I do for them. And it's, it's always very powerful anytime Great. I have that program for them because they just see their life and, and see everything to a, a whole new level, mm-hmm. right? So if you know all others that be looking for other speakers in all these areas, men, women, couples, pre-marriage, Teens, even youths, youth. I'm also mm-hmm. a youth leader and we a youth mentor ta- as well. We didn't even touch any of that, but yes, yeah. oh, absolutely. <laughs> we so have listen, to have you come back. We'll have you come back, that. and then and then offline, we got to get together. Yeah. Offline, yeah. You, you know, Please. you and I will get together and we'll we'll talk yeah. Yeah. about something. And because I'm, we're very practical, and and everything I do, I'm really really practical. I you know, just that. just before you guys go, mm-hmm. I I was in the just before the, the Valentine. And I was in a group of guys and they were asking me, how do you treat your wife on a Valentine? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was the only black. The rest were white and Indians. Mm-hmm. And then I was sharing with everybody. I didn't know that a lady was sitting. A British woman was sitting there and she was listening to what I was sharing with the guys. Mm-hmm. What to do on the Valentine, you know, the underwears to buy. You know, the shoes to buy, the clothes to buy, you know, the things you need to, you know, the hot, the, the places you've never ate before, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So, so I was just giving them tips, you know, asking mm-hmm. them, how's your wife? Try to understand their wife's personality. Then I give them advice on what to do and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And many of them came back. They were blown away. What the reaction of their wife was really amazing. So when I finished sharing that, so the guys, they left to do something else. I was just sitting and the lady just walked, she said, I'm really sorry to, you know, to budge in, but I was listening to you and I could not, you, you magnetized me. Mm-hmm. So I had to come to ask you, why are you so knowledgeable about women? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> I have never seen a guy knows women at the back of their fingers because i was explaining to the guys their hormones their, how they react you know depending mm-hmm. on what they're telling me about their wives so i was giving them tips and all that the mood swings how to do this so 
she was listening to everything mm-hmm. and she was so fascinated with my level of anatomical physiological mental neurological knowledge of a woman and i was sharing this thing with these guys and she said whoa and then she came and then she said i'm so sorry but i just wish i wish i knew you before now and i said okay why why <laughs> She now showed me her finger. She said, um, I've just filed for divorce. We're just waiting for the certificate to come wow. through. Mm. Um, I've been married for 13 years. Me and my husband, we've not had sex for seven years. And we live wow. in the same house. Mm. The marriage is ever. It's just that I don't want to kill him because if I kill him, I will go to jail. Wow. So this is the reason why it, it's over. And I look at this British woman. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm. I'm so, so sorry. She said, no, no, it's all right. I just, I just wish she, she now asked me, I, I, you're married? I said, yes. Yeah. She said, whoa, I just wish you're not married. I said, sorry, I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm sorry, I'm taking. I'm not available. <laughs> right. She said, okay. So and I said, but yours is there. She said, no, no, no. He's my ex. I said, but the divorce paper is not out yet. She said, yeah but i've started calling him x already because everything is finished we're just waiting for the certificate to come back so and i said okay do you mind if i just speak to both of you if i mm-hmm. just speak and she said for what i said i just want to talk to both of you she said what are you going to talk about mm-hmm. do you we, we have done all the therapies mm-hmm. we have done several marriage coaching counseling spent thousands of pounds and every, i said no 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 i just i just want to talk to you just mm-hmm. just talk to you she said, but I hate him. Mm. I want to kill him, mm. but I don't want to go to jail. I said, all right, don't kill him yet. Let me just talk to him. Then you can kill him if you want to. All right. <laughs> so, so, she was so angry, so furious. And she said, okay, okay. She took my number and she said, okay, I'm going to talk to my ex if he wants to talk to you. Because we don't talk. Mm-hmm. Even though we live in the same house, we don't talk. Okay, they've got two girls, eight and ten. Mm. And now, so I said, okay. So three weeks later, she called me that the ex said no. I said, okay, fine. Then later, the ex said, okay, you know what? The ex now told her, you know, I hate you. I hate you so much. And because we've got a couple of houses, you know, there. So, so she said, okay, can this guy help us to divorce mm. peacefully? Mm-hmm. You know, to divorce peacefully, support with our lawyer, mm-hmm. to, to divorce peacefully. Because, you know, this, this, this divorce is going to be really messed up. So we need someone to help us to divorce peacefully. So just tell him if he's interested to support the process of divorce. And then she called me and she said, yeah, that um, uh, the, the ex-husband, that's how she called it, the ex-husband uh, said if you can support in the process of divorce. I said, yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I send them my form. They fill my pre, pre-counseling forms. Mm-hmm. They get it back. You know, they made their payment. There's tiny little fee I charged them. And then I went there. The house is massive in Reading. If you know Reading, mm-hmm. massive affluent area. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. We all the BB cars, everything. But they are miserable like hell. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I came in and I said, okay, I'm not going to talk to both of you together. If you don't mind, I just want to talk to her. In the separate room at my seven bedroom house. Mm. I said, I want to talk to her in that room. And then I talk to you in this room. Mm-hmm. Then I will go. I'll come back next week. And they said, Okay, <laughs> is that how you do the divorce support? I said, Yeah, <laughs> I want to do the divorce support separately. <laughs> <laughs> so I spoke to her for an hour. I left. I went to the other room. I spoke to the husband for an hour. And I said, Goodbye. See you next week. 
I left. Mm. The following week again, I came to their house. I spoke to her for an hour in a separate room. Mm. I spoke to him an hour in a separate room and I left. The third week, Tuesday, she rang me. And she said, excuse me, Mr. Chinder, are you a hypnotist? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't understand. What do you mean? She said, because it's like I love him now. Wow. I said, I said, oh, but you wanted to kill him. Right. She said, if I kill him, no one to love. Oh, wow. I said, oh, so you're not going to kill him? She said, yeah. And she said, he's, it's like he loves me too. Huh. I said, oh, okay. She then said, but Chinda, I'm sorry, but what are you doing to us? <laughs> <laughs> I said, what do you mean? I spoke to you for an hour and I spoke to you and I left. Mm -hmm. I've only spoken to both of you. I've not spoken to you together. Right. I just spoke to you separately mm -hmm. two times. And she said, but I don't know because, because he was in a different room. Mm -hmm. She was in a different room and mm -hmm. they've been like that for more than eight years. Yeah. But... At the end of the weekend of the second week after I left, he took his things and moved into the room of where she where is. Where she was. Wow. And, and she was in the room. And then she said, wow, he, he touched my bootos too. I said, oh, really? How did you feel? She said, wasn't too bad. I was because it's been long talking my motors. <laughs> I said, okay, 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 that's fine. And then I came the next Saturday. I spoke to her differently. I spoke to him differently. And I left. And when I left, both of them had sex after seven years. Wow. And then she called me. She said, Chinda, oh my goodness, we just had sex. I said, oh, really? How was it? She said, it was good. It was good. <laughs> I said, oh, really? It was good? She said, oh, my goodness, it's good. Yes, we're going to do another one, too. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. This lady, you're funny. And then she now said, um, so what do we do with the divorce? So, are you going to help us the divorce? I said, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm just talking to both of you. Mm -hmm. She said, anyway, we've agreed that we're not going to divorce. So, we have called the, the lawyer to withdraw the application. Mm -hmm. And then the lawyer is angry. Right. Because, mm -hmm. because of his fees. Right. Right. He's, right. <laughs> yeah. right. He was very angry. So, she said, who, who is, what, what do you mean? She said, no, we're in love. They were together. And we, are, we really want to make this work. We are together. <laughs> And the lawyer said, what? How? Why are you together? The divorce paper is going to be out soon. She said, we know, but we draw the divorce. Mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> so he now asked them, why, why the sudden love? Why the sudden change? Mm -hmm. He said, there's a guy I met somewhere in the bar. He said, you met a guy? Why did you meet a guy? <laughs> <laughs> you messing, so up, she's you messing like, up the lawyer's oh, bag. <laughs> so you, you want me? She said, I mean, you guys don't love yourself, obviously, right? And the application will soon be. I wouldn't just wait a couple of weeks. It's going to be. She said, can't you understand? I mean, we are together. We don't need the divorce. So he was very, very angry. Mm -hmm. And the younger sister of this lady had divorced 
And then she and the sister planned after her own divorce, they will put money together to buy a house, to mm. live together. So her younger sister realized, what is going on with my elder sister? Why is she not divorcing? Mm-hmm. And she's just waiting for the divorce to conclude, right? And the youngest, the elder sister didn't divorce. Wow. So she called and said, what is going on? <laughs> Why? What is happening? Are you with him now? He said, yeah. He said, so are you not going to divorce? No. So what's going to happen about the house? We wanted to buy it together. Right. She said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to buy a house with you. <laughs> I'm with my husband, right? And then mm. the fourth time, I brought them together. And then the fifth time, I spoke to the two girls. I wanted the two girls to talk mm. about their parents. Mm. Oh, it was one of the most profound moments of that marriage. Mm. Wow. The husband and wife were sitting down in, in, in the dining. And I told the two girls, the eight years to talk yeah. what how she has been feeling mm-hmm. and I was the 10 years to talk unbelievable wow. you need to hear what these kids said mm. the, the husband and the wife was they are weeping yeah. like tears yeah. when the the 10 year sorry the 8 year old said that she regret being born mm. oh my goodness oh my goodness I'm like Whoa, wow. that yeah. is deep. Yeah. And then the mom, the, the mother is saying, Hey, wh- why? You're so he said, No, mama. Mama, you hate me. Mm, yeah. You told us that you don't love mommy, daddy anymore, and you want to you want to stop the marriage, you want to divorce. So, so I think if me and in that pointed to her elder sister. If we were not born, maybe you and daddy will be all right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. we, we just feel sad that mm-hmm. we were born. And the mom is said, Who told you that? How did you? He said, No, mama, you don't want, you don't like us. Mm-hmm. He said, I love you. Mm-hmm. I will support. He said, No, mama. And the mother was weeping and mm-hmm. crying. And the dad was weeping and crying. And then they asked the 10 year old. And the 10-year-old say, I hate marriage. Wow. Mm. Yeah. What? Ten, mm. I mean, one zero. Yeah. Ten year old said, hate I marriage. hate marriage. Mm, mm, mm. And mm. then the dad said, Why do you hate marriage? He said, I hate marriage because dad hates marriage mm. and mommy hates marriage. Yeah. Mm. So they say, why do you hate marriage? He said, because both of you hate marriage. Because if you like marriage, why are you divorcing? Right. Wow. You know what? Those kids change the trajectory mm-hmm. of those couple forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A 10-year-old hates marriage. Do you know what that means mm-hmm. for the future? Mm-hmm. Right. It is, that is massive destruction yeah. of yeah. mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the eight year is regretting being born. born yeah. Mm. That that is damaging yeah. to the highest level. Yep. And then I looked at both of them. I said, listen, look at your girls. Mm. And I want to show you guys right now. I did this so that you will know the level of damage yeah. you both of you are causing to these kids. Mm-hmm. So if you want to divorce, that's up to you. But I told them pump and black. I said, listen. Whatever happened to these two angels? 
whatever happened to these two girls in the future, please, mm. I want you to ever leave mm. that you destroy them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both of you destroy these two girls. So don't come and tell me tomorrow or tell family or, or cousins or, oh, she's like this. He's like, no, 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 no. You did it. Look yeah. at what your daughter mm-hmm. is regretting being born. born. Do you mm-hmm. know how much damage that will cost to this girl's future yep. and her life My forever by God. just saying that word? Mm-hmm. And that was how they turned around and the marriage was transformed and they were changed. They came mm-hmm. back. Everything was just amazing. So the lady now asked me, do you know the interesting thing about this story? Mm. Both of them are atheists. Wow. 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 They, they don't believe in God. Hmm. And they asked me a question. What is my secret? Mm. I said, look, I'm not supposed to say anything. And in the process of doing my counseling, because on their form, they made it very clear. They are atheists. Right. And they don't want any reference to Bible or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And as a, as a certified marriage coach, I need to honor that. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I dealt with them just from a, from, a, from a professional point of view without any reference to any religion. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But they asked me, what is your secret? Mm-hmm. Because they have done so many counseling, they have paid so much money, mm-hmm. but nothing worked. It mm. was worse, 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 worse. Mm. And they pay me just like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet the money will transform. So I said, okay, do you want, do you want, I'm going to give you the honest truth, right? The honest truth. My secret is God. Oh, mm. they're like, come on. Mm. I said, I said, look, you asked me, right? And I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. Right. Okay. You asked me. Otherwise, I'm not going to say anything. You ask me, what's my secret? And I've just told you my secret is God. Mm-hmm. And I said, do you know what? You see, your money, the money you paid me, I took almost the entire money and I gave it to God. Mm-hmm. I told them, we call it tight. Right. Mm-hmm. I took far more than tight and I put it on the offering bar and I went to God on my knees and I prayed for you yeah. and your husband before I started. Yeah. Mm. That was the and I difference. Said, God, I know that these people don't believe in you, but I want you to prove to them yeah. that someone that believes in God can change their marriage. Mm. That's powerful. They were like, they were yeah. like, wow. And then I recommended Gary Chapman's book. Mm-hmm. The, Gary Chapman's book, Thomas, you know, Gary Thomas' book, all these Christian authors in America, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. they have one or two references of God. Mm-hmm. And I gave it to them about seven, eight books. They read it, finished. They are foolishous readers. And then they called me and they said, Oh, Chinda, the books are amazing. They are great. Mm-hmm. But there's one problem. I said, What's the problem? You see, there's too many God in the pages. Mm-hmm. Mm. You see, there's too many God being mentioned in the pages of the book. I said, because you need God in all the pages of your marriage. (laughs) (laughs) I said, you need God in all the pages of your marriage, right? And then she's like, okay. So indirectly, and I told her, listen, especially the lady, I said, listen, I can understand whatever reason why you don't believe in God and all that and all that. But do you mind just for whatever has happened here, just just take a copy of the Bible or go online and they just type something. You say, who is God? Mm-hmm. Why God? Just mm-hmm. just read it up. Read mm-hmm. it up, right? 
and just think about it. Mm. And then she promised me, she said, you know what, I would do it because you're just so different. And then mm. she now says something to me. She said, look, I want to see your wife and I want to see your two boys. I want to host you guys dinner in my house. Wow. I said, no, no, no. That is against my professional ethics. Mm. Right. No way. That is not happening. Yeah. She said, what? Professional ethics? You are crazy, Chinda. Do you know what he just did for me? Hmm. Do you know what he did for this family? <laughs> Do you know what he did for my children's future? I don't care about your professional ethics. <laughs> you cannot deny this invitation. Wow. You must come with your family. And anybody anywhere that tells you is breaking the, the bridge, or is we broke the bridge, it is our fault. We're going to pay for all the damages, everything. <laughs> We're going to do it. <laughs> And then they keep pestering me. Two weeks later, I said, okay, 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 okay. But listen, I don't do this and I've never done this. Mm-hmm. This is the one-off that I have to do this. And I took my wife because you see, I want to see the woman behind this man. Mm-hmm. I want to see. And I want to see your family. So I took my whole family to their house. We had an amazing dinner. You know, took some pictures. They were so happy. This has been another episode of Trade Secrets. Make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content and for other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Until next time, God bless. Mm